Hello everyone, welcome to the SciCast podcast. I'm your host, Ashton Yoon, and this podcast you're about to listen to is about psychology, therapy, and mental health. Now, I'm sure most of you have heard stories and the perspectives of the patients, but this podcast will show us the perspectives of the therapists instead. Thank you for taking time to do this interview. I have some questions for you, but I want this to be more conversational. So before I ask you any questions, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. And thank you for having me today. Um, I'm looking forward to speaking with you about tribal social work. My name is Angela Thompson. I'm a licensed clinical independent social worker, and I've been working as a tribal social worker for about six years now. So first, what exactly is tribal social work and how is it different from standard social work? So tribal social work is is social work in a medical setting. A lot of our assignments are within the hospital doing discharge planning. We also have assignments in home health care as well as school social work. So to become a tribal social worker, you must have your master's of social work degree and at least two years of medical social work experience to work within the hospital, well, within the medical setting. And at least two, one to two years of school social work if you're wanting to pursue travel school social work assignments. I see. How long have you been a social worker and a therapist? I've been a social worker for seven years. And I've been working as a travel medical social worker for six years. And I've been working as a therapist for the last year. I see. Uh, yeah. so what inspired you to be a social worker and to... You said coach aspiring tribal social workers? Yes. So I got into social work because I always wanted to help people. I just didn't know how I wanted to go about it. Um, I initially was in nursing school, but I decided that just wasn't what wasn't the area for me. So after completing a career assessment, it showed that I had a lot of traits, you know, for social work. So I decided to take an intro to social work class because the only thing I knew about social work was child welfare. I didn't know that there were so many options, so many areas that you can work in within social work. So after taking that class, I was like, wow, I think this is something that I would like to pursue. So I decided to get my bachelor's in social work, went on to pursue my master's of social work, began working in child welfare. That was my first job out of grad school. Mm-hmm. It was not an area I preferred. It just wasn't my my calling. So then I got into a medical social work and I enjoyed it, but I always thought there has to be more out here, more available. So after just searching online, I came across travel social work in 20, it's like 2015. I found out about travel social work. I was like, wow, I didn't know social workers could travel. I knew that tra- nurses could, you know, pursue travel nursing, but I had no idea social workers could. So it's like, this is something I would want to look into. So I reached out to an agency. A recruiter contacted me, told me what I needed, that I need at least two, at least a year to two years of hospital experience. Mm-hmm. So I was able to obtain that experience and I reached back out to him and interviewed and started my first assignment. So when I started travel social work, I didn't know any other travel social workers out there. I was nervous. I had a lot of questions and no one to answer them. I had to really look at like travel nurse nursing platforms to kind of get an idea 
of what the travel experience could be like. And so as I started this journey, I just wanted to be a resource to other social workers who wanted to enter this field because I know how I felt to not have anyone to answer questions for you, to feel nervous, you know, about entering this field. So that's what really motivated me to want to be a coach for social workers to get into travel. I see. You said you took an assessment to decide that mm-hmm. you to be a, a social worker, right? What, what do you think yes. are like the most important traits to be one? Just one, of course, wanting to help people, being able to be empathetic because we work with a lot of vulnerable populations. So that's so important. And to be really strength-based, be able to find these strengths in places where people may not normally see them. Like we're just able to see like the bigger picture when it comes to things, for sure. We have a special set of skills. So I think from doing that assessment, it really just helped me for sure. Like, wow, I can be able to help people. I can still work in the medical field, not as a nurse, but still be able to work in this field and help, help people for sure. Do you think nowadays the field of travel social work has like grown compared to when you first started? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Even when it comes to like the travel social work assignments, there were not very many assignments when I started. But now it's so many assignments, so many agencies are staffing social workers now. So I think that they're recognizing that we are needed. Our skill set is needed out on the road. So I think that's a really great thing. For anyone wanting to get into your field and like become a social worker or a therapist, what are mm-hmm. some like recommendations or advice you can give? For people wanting to get into tribal social work, I would say... Make sure, like if you're wanting to do medical social work, Mm -hmm. maybe get your field placement in the hospital setting so that you can have an idea of what medical social work looks like. Because some people get into the field and they realize they don't really care for it very much. It may not be the area they need to be in. So if you're able to do your field placement in the hospital setting, you can see, hey, this is something I want to pursue or no, this is not for me. So I would say start there. If you've already... You received your MSW and you're wanting to think about travel, maybe looking for a full-time or part-time position within the hospital setting to get that experience to see if you like it. If you already have the experience in the hospital, I would encourage you to start reaching out to some travel agencies. We have travel social work Facebook groups. So you are welcome to join those groups. They have a lot of very helpful information. Some of the groups have recruiters in them and they're posting their assignments and things. So you can reach out to the recruiters to start building your portfolio so that they can start submitting you for assignments if you're really ready to take this step. I see. So are there any like common misconceptions or like because myths <laughs> about social work that you can address or therapy? <laughs> You know, one is that that we're underpaid, which, mm. you know, and I feel we can be paid better. <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> that would be great, <laughs> but we're not alone in that struggle. So you can make pretty good as a social worker if you get your license, maybe pursue like private practice or travel social work or like corporate social work. There are ways to make a lucrative income as a social worker. So you can be able to help people and still live a nice lifestyle as well. (laughs) When COVID was more prominent, how did that affect your work? As a travel social worker, it did not affect my work too much because 
the assignments, they've been very steady, like way more assignments than prior to COVID, I would say that. So the need is great. It's very great because some people have unfortunately, unfortunately become burned out working in the hospital center. So they need travelers or contractors to fill these positions because their staff, permanent staff have left Mm -hmm. the hospitals. And there's not just, you know, social workers, it's nurses as well. Some people have just become very tired and burned out. One more thing to go back to the myth too with social work. I don't know if this would so call be a myth, but a lot of people call themselves social workers and they don't actually have a social work degree. Oh, so that's a big issue because we are a profession. If you don't have your bachelor's of social work or your master's of social work or doctorate of social work, you are not technically a social worker. You may work in social services, but you're not a social worker by profession. Right. So that's that's a big thing. Yeah. Okay. You said like like a lot of people are experiencing burnout. Do you experience burnout yourself? Does stress impact your work life a lot? And like, how do you handle it? Yes, it has. Not really recently, but prior to travel, mm-hmm. I was feeling a little burned out only because I was feeling overworked and underpaid. So that could be a a huge issue when it comes to burnout, just feeling like you're not being paid your worth. So right now I'm feeling good. I enjoy being a therapist. Mm -hmm. I'm still enjoying travel. And it helps that I feel like I'm being paid what I should be getting paid to do this work because it can be a lot. So we have to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. Self-care is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So fun question. What are some of your hobbies when you have free time? Any quarantine hobbies you've picked up or something? <laughs> well, last year, my hobby was pretty much working on my book. So you want to be a travel social worker, say less. So I spent a lot of time getting my book edited and published. So that, that took up the majority of my time. But now it's really been just working out, spending time with my family and friends. Right now, I'm on assignment in Phoenix, Arizona. So just trying to explore Phoenix because this is my first time working here. So just trying to do different things around the city. Yeah. Where can yeah. we find your book? My book is available on Amazon. Amazon and then Barnes and Noble as well. But yeah, Amazon for sure. Great. Well, yeah. thank you so much for taking your time to talk with me and talk about your career. Thank uh, you for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. This will mark the end of today's podcast. Thank you to our guest today, Miss Angela Thompson. You can find her on Instagram at Travel Social Work Coach. In the next episode, I'll be joined by Mr. Jason Coleman. Thank you everyone for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.